It's Friday the 8th of March from London. I'm Linda von Tolberg and here is your Flash Briefing. In today's global headlines, I say global, but the news that energy regulator NERSA has granted ESCOM a 9.4% increase for 2019 and 2020 overshadows any news from overseas. Added to that, a further 8.10% rise has been approved for the year after that and 5.22% in 2021 and 2022. It is less than what ESCOM asked for as it is only allowed to recover costs to the energy provider. This is not going to add any votes for the ANC as they are dipping in the polls for the May 8th elections. President Solomon told Parliament he will act on recommendations of the corruption commissions saying that he is extremely serious and will root out corruption. But the Democratic Alliance would have none of that. It is election season after all, and they need to dent the image of the new broom sweeping through the nation. They brought up the issue of Ramaphosa's son, demanding that the president puts a number to the contract his son had with Kusasa. Ramaphosa, backed up by the speaker, again sidestepped this, saying he had nothing to hide, and he has handed all information over to the public protector. This is definitely an issue that the DA will latch onto like a pit bull as they try to lure voters over to their party. In a time when the global economy is clearly softening, the European Central Bank has become the first major developed country central bank to provide new economic stimulus. This signals a major policy reversal from EBC President Mario Draghi and is a more aggressive response than the market expected. The officials are trying to underpin an economy that has felt the mass protests in France, problems in Germany's auto industry and the slowdown in Chinese growth. It seems that Draghi is trying to maneuver carefully to support European economies without spooking the markets. Markets reacted favorably to the pledge that interest rates will remain unchanged until 2020. But the euro fell to a four-month low. Meanwhile, sterling is not picking up its head, as British Prime Minister Theresa May is likely to receive another bloody nose in Parliament next week as she tables another vote on her deal. There's no softening of attitudes by her Brexiteers, Remainers or Europe. Added to that, explosive devices have been found in several public places which is believed to belong to Irish dissidents not happy with the Brexit process. Well, TikTok official leave day is a mere three weeks away. From the US comes the news that Huawei is going on the offensive to try to fight back on a clampdown by US President Donald Trump on the Chinese tech giant and the company is using American and Canadian courts to pursue its goal. Huawei claims that the U.S. ban on the selling of equipment to government agencies is unconstitutional. In a similar action in Canada, the company's CFO, Meng Wazhou, is filing legal proceedings against the Canadian authorities for arresting her with the possibility of extradition to the United States. And she's claiming the same, that her constitutional rights were being violated. Huawei is facing intense pressure from President Trump, who claims that the company's equipment could be used for sabotage. If the Kapersky lab case is anything to go by, Huawei is likely to fail, as a similar claim by the cybersecurity firm against the U.S. was thrown out. 
Also in that part of the woods comes the news that our favorite belligerent billionaire Elon Musk's Tesla is updating its charging network. And it claims it can now be done in 15 minutes. After rolling out in North America, the technology will reach Europe and Asia-Pacific in the fourth quarter. It comes amid strong competition from Volkswagen, Mercedes-Benz, Ford and BMW, who are ready to increase their rollout of electric vehicles. They are also collaborating in establishing 400 charging stations across Europe by the middle of next year. This has been your Business Flash Briefing. Until the next time, 